Well, good Tuesday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice and I are in Psalm 3 right now. Actually, we're going to kind of finish the psalm today. But if you've been with us at the beginning of the year up until now, you know we've we've gone through the first three psalms, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much, of the, of the book of Psalms. And Psalm 1, uh, which is about how to be happy, and Psalm 2, where the question is asked, why do all the nations of the world that are angry against God, why do they rage against God when God loves them and is trying to reach out to them? But now we're in Psalm 3. It's really important to understand that among the 150 Psalms, uh, there isn't a chronological order. Right. Most likely this Psalm is written in David's midlife, maybe even later middle life. It's been a really bad season for this great man who has had success up till this point. Uh, David has committed a terrible sin. He's had an affair with a married woman to cover it up. He has her husband murdered, marries her. He wants to communicate that everything is fine, but of course it's not fine because God knows what he did. And David's life has gone south since that point. And even though God loves him very much, David is dealing with the hot, toxic ramifications of bad choices when a good person makes bad choices and that happens and you and I have known some people that were we know were godly people but they went into a season of bad choices and mm -hmm. their lives went south after that point and that's where David is and I know that if you've been with us on Noah's one of the last few days you know this already and I won't take a long time going through this but David is writing this psalm when his son Absalom is leading a revolution a civil war against David and David is having to run for his life. There are loyal people who are with David, but everyone is confused. And you know, it's just horrible to think about how that a king over a great nation would have to abandon that capital and run for his life. Uh, he of course doesn't want to get into a battle with Absalom because he doesn't want to have someone be killed. He doesn't want to fight against people that have been his people. He's kind of hoping to buy time knowing that Absalom is stupid and Absalom will you know, self-destruct. But then David gets word, as we shared with you on a recent Noah's window, he gets word that the most uh, powerful, wise advisor in Israel is now with Absalom. And now Absalom's dangerous because with Ahithophel's advice, Absalom now has the potential to win a war against David. And, and of course, that would be catastrophic for Israel. But David now is beginning to write, and, and I'm not going to reread the whole psalm, but he begins the psalm with, oh God, I have so many enemies, and there are so many people that are saying that, that you won't help me this time. And then in our last episode, we talked about how that David flipped that and said, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me. Mm -hmm. And the word for shield there was a shield of 360 degrees, which meant that David had a hiding place wherever he went. But Mary Alice, I want to go to a really important verse because... Uh, you and I both know that when a person goes through a really deep emotional uh, battle where there's a lot of anxiety, that one of the things that happens oftentimes is that person can't sleep. That's true. And you know, I went through that 11 years ago, and things get a lot worse when we can't sleep, right? Absolutely. And it, it contributes to the problem, and then it becomes part of the problem. Yeah. Not being able to sleep. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear you say that because it, it can become a problem on its own. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really wonder when I look back on what I went through 11 years ago, how much of the problem was that I wasn't able to sleep. Because the first time I saw you begin to move in a direction towards improvement was when you began to be able to sleep. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, David here uh, says something that I think is really important. And as a person who wrestles with anxiety, even still, thankfully not to that level that we talked about 11 years ago, but I still can deal with anxiety. 
And David says this, he said, I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. And then he goes on to write, I'm not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. I think this is really beautiful because David, <laughs> unlike myself, I probably wasn't dealing with any, any real physical problems. I just had perceived problems. David was dealing with real problems. I mean, there was an army out there. There was a civil war out to get him. And yet somehow in the midst of all of this anxiety, he managed to sleep, mm -hmm. he managed to find rest in God. So Mary else, what, what do you think about when you hear that? Oh, I just, you know, of course, I, I have a thing about that anyway. And I think most of our fears haunt us at night when we're yeah, trying to sleep, true. when things are quiet and, and when things are darkest. And I think the what we long for, just like when we're a child, we long for assurance of our safety um, in order to sleep. You have to relax yourself, your mind, um, as well as your body in order to sleep. And, and here he's saying... He was able to sleep because he knew the Lord was watching over him. You know, I thought about that many times. What keeps us awake is that there's some kind of presence or at least the perception of a presence that has the ability to harm us. What allows us to sleep is we know there's a stronger presence mm. that can mm. hold back that right. attack. And I think looking at David's situation, that's what he's saying here. He's like, I've got real enemies, mm -hmm. but I've got a stronger presence that has the power to overcome the presence of my enemies. Absolutely. And that's something that's true of us today. We can feel surrounded, uh, whether it's our circumstances or uh, people who are hostile or, or any of the things that are troubling us at night. We just know that God is more powerful and able to protect us. Yeah. You know, oftentimes <clears throat> the reason why we have a hard time sleeping and anxiety is we're dealing with a a battle in our own mind. Maybe we're even afraid to share with those around us what we're going through. And Mary Alice, I think in my experience as pastor through the years and listening to many women, I think many women carry a huge load. They just, mm -hmm. they, they carry so many pressures of life and yet at the same time, they feel they feel the need to keep it together for everybody in the mm -hmm. family. I just talked to a young mom this last week who uh, whose whole house was sick and she thought she was sick too, but she said, I couldn't stop because I had to take care of everybody. And I think uh, that often is the role of a woman who is um, finds herself as a caregiver and the situation doesn't lend itself to uh, being able to take a break or take off or Anyway. You know, when I read Psalm 3, babe, and you you know, this is a favorite of ours. Mm -hmm. We love this psalm, and of course, I think uh, we've pretty well worn it out in just about any yes. Bible that we have. <laughs> There's a word that just seems like you could write over the entire psalm, and that's the word honesty, mm. because David is just being honest with God. I mean, I think there's a certain... Well, certainly there was spiritual benefit in God answering David's prayer, but I think there's a benefit in having that level of honesty where you can just pour out your heart to God. Don't Absolutely. you feel that? Absolutely. And I don't hear David saying, you know, uh, this wasn't my fault. It was somebody yeah. else. Yeah. He did own the responsibility for his situation. Yeah, and we know from other Psalms that he was very, very clear. You mm -hmm. know, he, he said this in Psalm 51, against you I've sinned, talking about God. Well, you know, when I think about honesty, there's a... <laughs> There's a, actually, I don't know if this is humor or not, but I always kind of smile and chuckle when I read this. Uh, David gets real honest with God about what he wants to happen to his enemies. And I'm not sure this is spiritually right, but again, <laughs> he's just being honest. I mean, this is down in verse 7 after David's like, God, I have so many enemies and I'm asking you to help me. And 
because you're there, I can sleep at night. But he said, Arise, O Lord, rescue me. Slap all my enemies in the faith. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a sound prayer for a God follower. But I do, I do find it interesting. David doesn't say, I'm going to shatter their teeth. He's asking God to, to do that. But I, I think there are times when even when we're not when we're not dialed in spiritually, I still think it's important for us to be honest, to be honest with God about how we're feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and that he was trusting, and you've talked to me, we've talked about this so many times, about when we have an enemy, we see something that's clearly wrong that's going on, and how we need to trust God to deal with that situation. And you've always said to me, you know, it's a good thing that we're not God, because yeah. if we were God, we might overreact, to a situation or then we might underreact and so that's why it's so good to trust a God who does know all of the details that we don't know and he is totally just and able to deal with the situation as only God can. Well David had to be angry here Mm -hmm. because he had to he had to be angry that there were people who knew better and then knew what Absalom really was Mm -hmm. and yet they were lining up and there were people that were using that opportunity to get back at David who'd always hated him so you know clearly he he was he was hurt he was angry but i I love two things about it number one david didn't say i'm going to go out and shatter their teeth right but he's also being honest with god and i I remember when i was a kid i heard a preacher a friend of my dad's who was kind of a country preacher who said god can always do business with honest people and i Mm -hmm. I love that line Mm -hmm. i mean that's there's a lot of wisdom that that came from those country preachers that you and i listened to were growing up well, it is a beautiful psalm, and I hope that uh, if you haven't fallen in love with it already, that you will. Psalm 3 is just a great psalm for anyone going through trouble, and we've learned so many wonderful things here. We've learned that even when we fail, we can still reach out to God and ask for help, and that when we're going through crises, we can still sleep at night because God's more powerful than the enemy. And you know, one of the things that I think helps me, going back to that idea of sleeping at night, is that uh, we can afford to sleep because God is still working. And I know that's one of your favorite. Yes, he never sleeps and he never slumbers. I'll sit here trying to say, can I remember? You know where it is. Where is that verse? Oh, he, I, I can quote it. I just can't remember where it is. It's he that keeps Israel yeah. either slumbering or sleep. And I know one of your sons gave you a, a, a wood yes. carving. Of, and he put my name in it. Yeah. That was one of my Christmas presents. I love that. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. <laughs> The, you know, the one who keeps Mary Alice won't either slumber nor sleep. So, you know, the Lord's staying awake so we can sleep. That's right. He he is staying awake watching over us so uh-huh. we can we can rest. And you know what? He actually, he he had good sleep. You know, sometimes yeah. we have anguish sleep, but he had good sleep. Yeah. I know a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Mary Alice, why don't you pray for us as we close out today on Noah's window. But before Mary Alice closes, something special is going to start tomorrow. We'll have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, three days. And for all of you who are at New Spring, and you're, you've been in the series, I wish I could, you know that we've talked about three verses. Mm-hmm. And so for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to look at those three verses, and Mary Alice and I are going to have a conversation about them. So Absolutely. Mary Alice, would you pray for us, please? Yes, let's pray. Father, thank you again for the privilege to share your word and um, just the comfort of your word with those that are watching and listening to Noah's Window. And I pray for each and every person who's watching or listening and their family. Father, just wrap your arms of love around each and every one. We don't know all the different situations, but you do. You know those, Father, who are struggling with illness, some who've lost loved ones even this past week, and so many that are going through challenging situations with their job, 
with different family relationships. Father, you know each and every situation, and I just pray that you would intervene and guide and bring comfort and healing as only you can. Thank you, Father, that you know uh, what's ahead of us when we don't know, and I just pray that you guide each and every one of us. uh, Steer us around all the traps that the evil one has laid. Father, keep him away from us, and I just pray that you would uh, help us to be aware of your presence and your love, and thank you for protecting us. Um, just like this psalmist told us that we can actually rest and have peaceful sleep because you're busy taking care of us and we thank you for that Father and I just uh, thank you for all the things that you have done and that you are doing and we're going to give you all the praise and the glory and ask all this in Jesus name Amen Amen. Well thanks for joining Rouse and me for Noah's Window on this Tuesday I hope you have a wonderful day And then please join us tomorrow as we start the three verses that we're looking at in the series, I Wish I Could Blame. That's going to be great. We'll see you tomorrow. See you soon. Bye-bye.